following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the Huge Show across Michigan. And the holidays are here, and it's time for you to get in on the NBA action. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Holiday Moneyline Monday on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide New Year's Day live journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 State. Hard app. Search the huge show. Uh, Brett, you okay? Well, whatever. I'm here. I'm connected. I'm good. I I don't think I cut out. I think you hit a button and I went out. I wouldn't say it's on me cutting out. I'm live at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. We're getting ready for our huge watch party. Are we good now? Okay. You know, me and I will say Brett and I have never worked a live holiday show together. And we both have the attitude like, why are we doing a live holiday show? Well, two reasons. One, what happened Saturday night with the Lions, the worst call in the history of sports. It it was so obvious that Decker did report that they never huddled up as a group of officials to say, hey, who reported? All right, you threw the flag for the legal touching when Decker caught the two-point conversion. I was at Preston's Bar in downtown Grand Ledge. Huge watch party with our affiliate there. The game, 7.30 a.m. Packed house. Good people. Lanny, his wife, the Preston family, Billy DeWitt, his extended family. Just so many good people. And the way the place erupted when they were going for two. And that entire game, even with the loss, even with the fact that they got screwed, And I want to use another word, but we're a family show, and I'm not going to take an FCC fine. But they had a playoff mentality that entire game. They did. They had a mentality that I hadn't seen since maybe the Chiefs game to start the year collectively everywhere on the field, on the sidelines. And, yes, you look at Philly losing to Arizona. I don't know if San Francisco – And the Rams, the Lions had that shot at home field advantage. You know, for the NFL to allow this to happen, for those officials to not huddle, when you get to game ending, because there was, what, 29 seconds afterwards, they've got to check in 
with New York. When you get games that big, you have got to talk about it. They'll talk about whether someone bobbled a ball for a half hour on the sidelines, but they didn't huddle up for that. Yeah, I understand the impact of the Cowboys being the most valuable franchise and arguably the most watched team in the NFL over the years. Okay? I don't think they're America's team any longer because everybody has so much access to their teams through tablets, their phone, everything else. But they didn't huddle up and talk about it. And it was obvious when you, and then you had the defensive encroachment and, you know, three, three tries for two that Campbell didn't want overtime. And part of it was, okay, I, I think Campbell was looking at it that, yeah, we still have a shot at the one. Okay, a shot at the one seat. But I'm thinking he sees his team how banged up they've been. And I'm talking start to finish most of this year. I, I think they're going to rest a lot of guys. And that was their plan. They seem to be following a plan since they've taken over him and Holmes. There seems to be a plan, which is really cool. So my guess is that they would rather take the rest for the players which, again, you would have had the rest with the bye, but you needed San Francisco to lose, and it's lurking there. The two teams nobody wants to see in Detroit, Seattle. You know, it, I mean, that that was a big loss. They're, they're in trouble. Packers are hanging around. But then that Matt Stafford coming to Detroit thing, oh, my God. But the fact that when you look at the video evidence and the NFL is living in a replay world, when you look at the video evidence on the play, let alone what Dan Campbell said, he talked to the officials and explained it to them before. And Skipper said he didn't report, which meant he's going in as the offensive lineman and Decker by reporting becomes a tight end, which means he was eligible. They got screwed. You can slice it, dice it, talk about it. The Lions got screwed. They did. How that flag was sitting there after all that celebrating. How it was delayed. How the officials never got together. Never said, hey, he reported to you. Who reported? Um, uh, yeah, Nothing. Nothing just waving off people you see Campbell going nuts you see Skipper you see Decker but it was that intensity as I'm sitting there at Preston's bar in Lansing and thank you to everybody I had people rolling in from Ionia Portland St. John's uh, Daryl Descrange uh, the old Mizuno rep was there he's out of Lakewood Lake Odessa Ionia area just a really good vibe uh, the whole night there and then last night, the Soaring Eagle 80s Rewind, New Year's Eve, top of my list for the greatest New Year's Eve parties I've ever been a part of. So this entire weekend, as we talked about on Friday's show, was leading into the Lions of the Cowboys, primetime Saturday night. A lot on the line, they get screwed. Then we had a great New Year's. I hope all of you did. And then I'm sitting here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids where they are showing the game on the big screen, Michigan-Alabama. Big sound, big screen, recliners, service to 
uh, your chair of food here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. You can join me. Other Celebration Cinema locations also are showing the game live today. Michigan, Alabama. Go to CelebrationCinema.com for the locations. Buy your ticket. Or you can join me here at Celebration Cinema North in GR. Tickets are still available. You can get them online at CelebrationCinema.com or here at the Celebration Cinema North box office. Let's go out to Pasadena. Speaking of the game, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Chris, I don't think any Michigan game's ever been any bigger than this going into it. It's Saban, it's Harbaugh, it's Michigan, the overall number one seed. Uh, the Wolverines are thinking national championship after three straight Big Ten titles, college football playoff appearances. Man, I cannot wait for kickoff. Yeah, I'm watching them warm up right now, Bill, and we got the mountains of the Arroyo Seco in the background. There's no better setting that I've ever seen in college football. I can't wait to see Washington next year, but I can't imagine it's better than this. And uh, boy, it's a beautiful day out here, and uh, there's some confidence uh, on both sides. I would almost call it cockiness on the Alabama side from the Alabama kids that we interviewed. So, uh, but the line has actually moved in Michigan's favor. So. It's uh, this is bigger. This is like 1998 Rose Bowl, right? When it was the myth- mythical national championship, and they played Washington State. But uh, but you're right because you never know when you're going to get back here. JJ McCarthy leaves. If a lot of these seniors leave, which is probably going to be the case, then you know it could be a while, and the, the playoffs is going to expand. So uh, you got to get us, you know, take take advantage of the moment, Bill. And uh, and these guys seem primed to do that. They look like they're in great shape. Chris, uh, let's play both sides here. Why do you like Michigan to win tonight? And why could they be in trouble? Yeah, the veterans on this team, these guys, this is what they came back for. And, boy, uh, they've got that look, man. Before the Ohio State game, there have been games in the past where you go into that game and Michigan was hopeful. These guys expected to win that game like they expect to win this one. And they've got athletes to do it. They've got great running backs. They've got J.J. McCarthy, who can be a difference maker at quarterback. So uh, they've got a better defensive line and more equipped for this kind of a – an offense and a team that, that is this physical, Bill, than uh, than they have in the past. So, uh, to me, that bodes well. Uh, the concerns are the offensive line against this Alabama defensive line with two outstanding defensive ends. You saw how they struggled with Chop Robinson at Penn State, and he only finished the year with four sacks. Now you got two of those guys that are even better that are going to be early draft picks. So, um, they're going to have to be able to keep them off the quarterback. And uh, they've got elite corners and an elite safety as well that I think that's a good matchup for them in terms of against Michigan's receivers. So Michigan's got to find a way to move the ball. So Jesse Minner said, you know, defensively, you know, they understand. uh, Michigan's defensive coordinator said, you know, they understand this is the biggest and best line they've played all year. This is going to be the most talented football team that they've played all year. There's no question about it. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us live here on the Huge Show. New Year's Day 2024 is here. Michigan, Alabama uh, getting ready to kick off soon. Uh, that will be at uh, the Rose Bowl coverage leading up to the game, during the game, after the game at the Wolverine.com. Also follow Chris Ballas, B-A-L-A-S, on uh, Twitter. Uh, this team, why are they different uh, than the last two teams that really didn't fare well uh, second half TCU, they played great uh, a year ago. Uh, but where is this team different? For the Michigan fan listening right now, getting set for the house party, or maybe they're going to join me here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for the game on the big screen. Uh, tell everybody why this Michigan team is different and a national championship group. 
potential. Yeah, yeah. You know, two years ago they were just overmatched. We, we didn't going into that Georgia game. That was uh, a generational team, right? They, those guys had first round picks all over the place, and you know, Bama does too. But these guys are younger. Some of these guys are freshmen. They got a true freshman on the defensive line at tackle that they think they can take advantage of, even though he's three hundred and sixty pounds. Uh, last year, I think there was some overconfidence, and they thought, okay, it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to be playing Georgia. And they came out and they got smoked. Uh, they didn't take it seriously. It was almost like what Nick Saban said, Alabama's coach, about Auburn. He said, you know, we overlooked them a little bit, Auburn, and we were very fortunate to win. And that won't be the case this time around. So I think with the guys that came back and with the experience that they've had being here twice, uh, they aren't walking in here thinking, okay, we're just happy to be here. They're not walking in here thinking they're going to blow somebody out. They're here concentrating on the task at hand, and, and they're healthier. Uh, what Trevor Keegan told me, Michigan's guard, senior guard. He said this is the healthiest that we've been in probably the time that I've been here for the bowl season. So, And you can see it. Uh, you can see it in their bodies. They seem to be ready to go. So, um, But there are no guarantees. Uh, I'm telling you, this Alabama team is, is talented. And, yeah, they've been in some tight games with some teams that they should have blown out this year, but their ceiling is higher. Uh, there's no question in my mind. But, Again, having been here, having Michigan having been here, I think helps them a lot, Bill, especially guys like J.J. McCarthy. And when you've got a quarterback like that who quarterbacks coach Kirk Campbell told me yesterday was as dialed in as you've seen him and as prepared and playing the best football that he's seen from him at Michigan, then that can give you an advantage. Uh, Michigan pretty healthy going into this Alabama game today. Yeah, other than uh, Zig Zinter. In fact, the injury report just came out. and uh, They had a bunch of guys. Drake Nugent at center was playing on a high ankle sprain against Iowa and shouldn't have even been out there. Could barely move. So, And you had other guys. J.J. McCarthy wasn't 100%. Now he's 100%. So, But their bodies look good. They all are rested, and they've all said the same thing, that they are uh, they're feeling better than they have since the first game of the year, and, and that's going to bode well, I think so. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line as the huge show is live on New Year's Day, getting set for Michigan and Alabama, and what a setting there at the Rose Bowl. Uh, the crowd, uh, from what I've read, uh, this will be a pro-Michigan crowd that a lot of Alabama fans may be cocky like this team, uh, buying tickets up for Houston because obviously it's a drivable game there. What's your anticipation when uh, we see it on the big screen here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids? How much maize and blue and uh, how much roll tide? Yeah, a ton of it out there for Maze and Blue. I'm guessing a 60-40 crowd, Bill, and there are a ton of Michigan alums out here in California, too. When we came here for the, to the Staples Center for the NCAA tournament, Michigan fans took over that building, so I think you're going to see that. Um, Michigan's going to be really be represented well here, and again, just a gorgeous day. It was a hard ticket to get. Uh, there's no question about it. And We've seen Michigan fans everywhere we've been, and the, the stadium's starting to fill up now, so we'll get a better sense of it here in about an hour or so, but... Uh, Lots of amazing blue around the stadium. Lots of amazing blue in the parking lot. So um, it'll be it'll be a nice turnout for Michigan fans. Chris, before I let you go from the Wolverine.com team, what were some of the predictions uh, for mm-hmm. Michigan Alabama? Yeah, all the Alabama guys predicted Alabama. Not surprisingly, on our on three site, uh, three of us picked uh, Michigan, and two of us, Anthony Broom and me, picked Alabama in a tight one. And uh, mm. you know. It's just, yep, I just uh, I just worry about the Michigan offensive line, and these games are won and lost in the trenches. If Michigan had a an elite receiver, too, um, you know, I'd feel much better about it. I think that Alabama's going to take the tight ends out of the game here, and it's going to be tough for Michigan to move the ball, but we'll see. 
You know, Chris, one thing I do appreciate uh, from you in our, you know, over a decade of talk in Michigan football and University of Michigan athletics on the Hewitt Show across Michigan, you've been honest. You've been honest with your, you always are, on your Twitter, on uh, the fort, on the Wolverine.com. So is Anthony Broom and so is Clayton and Skeen. I think that's why people respect you. I think that's why you guys are the leading go-to source for hardball Michigan football, why you have the best sources, because people trust you and you're honest. You're not just homers. We're trying not to be, and, you know, you call them like you see them. But I will say I booked my flight for Houston with 24 hours to uh, to cancel, Bill, and I hope to God I'm wrong, man, about this pick because I would love to see this team in a national championship game. It would be, would be great. So, Chris, uh, before I let you go, and we're live on New Year's Day on the huge show across Michigan. If you're in the Grand Rapids area listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, you can join me for the big screen, the big sound, the big recliners, uh, food service to your chair here at Celebration Cinema North NGR. Tickets available at CelebrationCinema.com. They're also showing the game at multiple locations uh, throughout Michigan. So last minute, you're saying, you know what? I'm not going to watch it at home. You want to experience a big game on the big screen? Well, the difference is here. Celebration Cinema North, NGR, and other celebration locations. Get your tickets, and if you want to check it out close to where you are, go to celebrationcinema.com. There you go, Chris. Uh, I, I say yeah. Michigan wins a close one, 21-17. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, you know what? A lot of people are braiding that ballpark. I think Carson I, I didn't think, I didn't think they were going to win at Penn State, Chris. And you you, you didn't think they yeah. were going to win there either. You said that last summer on the show. Uh, yeah, but, then, but as the game came closer, I picked Michigan to win 24-17 to and won staff picks that week when they won 24-15. to So, uh, you know, I've lost one game picking, against, uh, picking Michigan in the last two years and uh, that was Ohio State on the road last year without Blake Corum and they surprised a lot of people so uh, but you know what this is going to be a, I think it's going to be a great game and uh, just uh, grateful to have you guys as friends you and Fly I love you guys and uh, looking forward to our summit man in, in the spring it's going to be here before you know it you know you know the one thing uh, before I let you go and Chris is joining us from the Rose Bowl out in Pasadena California on the huge shows we're live on New Year's Day from Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids getting ready for our Michigan Alabama watch party when I watched what Georgia did, even with all the opt-outs for Florida State, yeah. when I watched yep. how good that offense looked, and I go back to what Alabama did to that offense in the SEC championship game, that there yeah. is my biggest fear about this Michigan game. Yep. yep, you and me both. There are athletes out there in Georgia. Their bodies are different, buddy. They just are. And you'll see it out here today, but it doesn't guarantee anything. you got to play it. And Michigan's experience, I think, is going to uh, – to play well for them in this game, especially in the interior defensive line with Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant. they got to stop Alabama from running the ball. If they can run the ball in this game, then it's going to be a really tough one for Michigan. Look at Chris Ballas getting set. Uh, uh, and the one thing I wanted to ask you before I let you go, I know we got sidetracked. What's the best thing about your trip so far? You're you know, close to five days uh, out in California. What, what's been the best thing? Uh, somebody you saw, somebody you talked to, uh, something you ate. What, what, what's been the best part before the game of your trip out to California with the Wolverine.com crew? 
Well, I can neither confirm nor deny, but uh, there have been reports that Connor Stallion has joined us out at Universal Studios watching the Lions uh, a couple nights ago. And, Get out of uh, here. Are you serious? <laughs> I said I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, are you kidding <laughs> so, me? Are and, you? Uh, oh, my God. It. And then Connor Stallions goes, I got the Cowboys. He goes, he goes, I got the Cowboys on the money line. He goes, uh, and, and, and you guys are all sitting there going, they're going to go for two. Connor goes, don't worry, we're taking care of <laughs> Well, the best part was being there with my boys, Clayton and Anthony, too, with, you know, were there, and Isaiah Hull uh, from Wolverine's Wire. Hold on, so uh, Connor Stallions, Connor <laughs> Stallions is out at the game? Uh, he is out here. Yep, and um, and you know it was. Uh, it was <laughs> Did you ask him? Are you, you have to be honest with me. Did you ask him if he was on the sidelines at the CMU Michigan State game? Uh, I've already known the answer to that question, so I didn't have to ask anything. So, what is the uh, answer to that question then? And the the, the answer is undetermined. Uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see what the, the answer, answer is undetermined. <laughs> oh my God! You, you, I'm not yeah. asking you who you're taking the prom at Grand Rapids Northview. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I'm no snitch. How's that? Oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, but, uh, but, you did, know, now I, tell me, talking. okay. All right, all right, if Connor Stallings was with you at Universal Studios watching the Lions game, tell me he had the same glasses on he had on the sidelines that light up. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny he was there. But if he had glasses on on the sidelines, if he were down there, oh uh, I don't think they would have had a camera in them. I think that would have been. It must have um, been. You know closed. what? If if he was there, for the sake of yes. hypothetically speaking with Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com, if he was there, it was probably pretty cool to have him look at the cowboy signs and say, I know all of them. Here they go. Here's what they're running. Yeah. Here's so, what they're running. They go, I'm right he, there with you. He goes, I'm he goes. Lions, man. Oh, they, they got screwed. Uh, you know, here's, oh. here's what I'll say, Chris, and I'll, I'll let you go in a minute, is that how'd those officials not huddle up on a play that big, which is yep. really the end of the game unless there was a, you know, miracle by the cowboys at the end. Okay. Yep. But how do you not huddle up and say, okay, guys, you threw the uh, illegal touch, which people ask me, what is illegal touch? When the lineman doesn't report, you can't throw the ball. They can't touch it. You can't pass it to them. They can't, you know, unless no. it's a fumble, they can't do anything. So the, the question is, uh, how did they not huddle up and say, did we get this right? Because I don't think they wanted to. Uh, I got to be honest, man. I, I just, uh, it's a crooked. Uh, professional sports are crooked. Uh, I saw the expression on the the referee's face when he walked away from Dan Campbell, almost like he was proud of himself, and it pissed me off as my as a fan, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, nobody wants to question the integrity of officials, but that's the second time down there now that something completely bonkers has happened, and it cer- certainly makes you wonder. And I'm no, no, no you know, and it's going to make you wonder. Okay, one, one thing I'll yeah. say about Connor Stallions, he's not connected to gambling it's about alleged sign stealing okay but uh away from that with all the gambling now legal yes in all these states if you're not going to tell me and and we've had a baseball coach in alabama get uh, thrown out for uh, gambling on his own team where he could manipulate yep. putting pitchers in okay all right if you're going to tell me that with all these officials who are part-time employees nobody's full-time nobody yep. nobody's full-time anywhere uh, any officials that there aren't guys who are who are dirty you're crazy look at yep. you can look at sports today there are more weird endings situations halves quarters games 
you know, about the only sport that I, I'm being honest here, college mm-hmm. basketball, the pros, you know, I'll watch two NBA teams decide they're going to score five points in nine minutes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know right. what? And, no. and oh, wait a minute. The game went under, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm telling you now, now, the you know, the pros, the players, they're making so much money. I don't see them wanting to cheat. But then you look at, you know, what, what has happened. Uh, but the officials, these are the guys that he didn't want to hear it. He just waved it off. Dan Campbell was right. talking to him. Skipper's going nuts. He just waved it off. He didn't want to yeah. talk. And they- and, they told and by the way, do you, the game. do you know you know Allen, that lead official, was suspended at one time for poor performance in college football, yet somehow he got an NFL job? Yeah, makes you wonder. And he's been crappy all year and has been Oh, end of the end of the end of the Chiefs game at Green Bay, right? And that just yeah, uh, must, it, yeah. Think about, about this. If you're an ball, official yeah. and you have someone you know and there becomes a play where you know you you are putting money down and don't tell me this holier than thou thing because the right thing to do at the end of that game on saturday night would have been for all the officials to huddle up right yeah yeah all the officials huddle up and they say okay uh yeah he came to me and he uh yeah decker did but also skipper came to me and but he's lined up guys so who was the and then they say well he was covered no he wasn't the wide receiver was a step oh. back on the left side right. so and he, he that, wasn't covered they they no, just got screwed that, the lions got was, screwed and skipper was on the interior line so they would have known the second that he lined up that that they made a mistake so you got to be they got to be thinking to themselves okay boy i must have screwed this up the guy didn't want to hear it and he didn't even want to listen to decker when he walked over there he walked away I know. From him so quickly I and know. It makes you wonder. It really I know. makes you wonder, though. And you know yeah. what? When you look at that play call, and you look at how they they were they were fooling them by uh, splitting Panay Sewell out to make it look like the play was going to him, right? Right. Yep. Exactly. I mean, it was such so, a good play call. But the one thing was. I will say, the one thing I will say, and I said it to start the show in my opening huge opinion, Chris, that the intensity of that ending on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. The intensity of the Lions start to finish, they it felt like a playoff game. It did. It did. And they did not play great and they still should have won the game and that's what gives me hope in the playoff. Well, you know, that's uh, how that's how they that's how they game. that's how they beat Kansas City too. Yep. Uh, let's be honest. 100%. Yeah. And, and I team. I'm on board. Yeah, and I, I still I said this, Chris, that his I think his thought process is they want to rest guys against Minnesota, and he didn't have to want to go all out because San Francisco plays the late game, so they won't know. You see where I'm coming from here? That yes, I do. That I think he's looking at a week of rest for a lot of his guys to get ready for a home playoff game. Yep. And I know some will say, well, you would have got the bye if you got the one seed. Now, that's still yep. – there's still – or even the two seed – you know, you're because here, here's your dilemma that Cowboys or Eagles are going to be a wild card team. Yeah. And Matt Stafford, with the way they held on against the Giants, Seattle's in trouble. Green Bay's could be the I mean, there's there's still some work to do, but the Rams are in the playoffs. And can you imagine if Stafford comes to Detroit? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, let's hope he throws some picks, and I'll root. I'll root against him. I'll say that. Oh, I, I was telling. I was telling some dudes last night at the Soaring Eagle '80s Rewind <laughs> New Year's Eve. I said, "He goes, well, I'm I'm still gonna root for staff." I go, "Man, it, uh-huh. no, no." Nope. It's you know why though? I've watched people do this with Justin Verlander, but it wasn't Verlander yeah. taking World Series away from the Tigers. He was winning World Series like beating, you know, uh, exactly. the Dodgers or something, right? This is different exactly. here. If, you, if, if yep. Stafford is in that building as the QB for the Rams in a playoff game and people are cheering for him, turn in your season yep. tickets, turn in your Lions gear, <laughs> and do not listen to the huge show ever again. <laughs> there you go. And I was glad he won the Super Bowl, like I said. But Besides that, besides that, I'm over the Stafford stuff. Exactly, 100%. You and me both, All right, Chris, All right, Chris, stay out of trouble. You guys not having to fly back out until Wednesday. That's pretty dangerous win or lose tonight for Michigan, okay? And then maybe to Houston on Friday, but Happy New Year, guys. I really appreciate you. Yeah, back at you. Same here. Chris Ballas joining us from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. The Huge Show is live here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Uh, You can join us for the Michigan-Alabama game on the big screen, big sound, the big uh, recliners. Uh, they got great service to your seats, uh, food beyond popcorn and candy and the usual uh, movie concessions here at Celebration Cinema. Now, I'm at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. They have six locations uh, showing the game across the state. Go to CelebrationCinema.com to get your tickets. And also you can get them at the box office of every location that's showing the game. And join me here at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for Michigan, Alabama. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. They have full team coverage happening before the game, during the game, after the game at the Wolverine.com. And Anthony is out in California with Chris Ballas and also Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com team. And 
Uh, we're close to kickoff, uh, Anthony, and looking at this matchup, I'm trying to figure out where Michigan has the upside on Nick Saban and Bama. Uh, before we get to the start of this game, uh, where would you say Michigan has the best chance to win? Well, I think it's uh, it's ball control, and that's not to say that you're just going to be able to line up and help physical them and run the football. But you know, you've got to sustain those long drives. You've got to finish drives with points. You've got to score touchdowns. Um, you know, need, need to see some of that. Uh, maybe not trickeration, but uh, you know, the misdirections, the play action. You know, things to keep that athletic Alabama defense on its on its heels. Um, so you know, offset that pass rush. You know, they've got really do, uh, two really good cornerbacks as well. Um, so yeah, it just you got to be ready for anything. But to me, it, it comes in an efficient ball control style of offense. That um, you know your best your best defense today could be your offense, and that's kind of where I see things at. Anthony Broom joining us from the Rose Bowl out in Pasadena. The huge show is live here on New Year's Day, awaiting what I think is the biggest game. And Michigan football history, I know it sounds crazy. I know the Washington State Rose Bowl, and I was there in Pasadena when they won the co-national championship, but they are undefeated. They have three straight Big Ten titles. They are the overall number one seed in the college football playoff. I don't know if I've felt a bigger game for Michigan than what we're going to see later today. No, I mean, it, it's program-defining. It's it's era-affirming. You know, there's already going to be that huge asterisk next to whatever happens or however this last three years has looked on for Michigan. But, you know, you're out here. You're favored. Uh, you have a chance to control your own destiny and get to Houston. And, and for a lot of these guys, it's been Natty or bust, Houston or bust. This is the game that – this is the game today why ever, all of these guys came back, uh, the guys that could have been in the NFL this year. Um, so to me, you know, it's, it's a veteran team. I know they would have traded anything in the world for a better result in the playoffs these last two years, but, you know, I think there's something to be said, too, about getting there and, and experiencing, getting knocked down a few pegs and knowing the work that it takes to get back and, and figure things out. So, yeah, this is, given everything that's gone on the last three years, given everything that's gone on in the last several weeks, this is, uh, I have a hard time disagreeing. Like, this is the biggest game possible on the biggest stage possible for them. Yeah, it's Alabama, it's Saban. And I love how you use program defining. And Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us here on a live New Year's Day huge show from Pasadena. That Saban's been the goal from when Jim Hackett got the ink on Harbaugh's contract, what all the Michigan faithful were clamoring for, the media. Hey, we want to be Alabama. Look at Saban. You know, it's not an overnight thing, but, man, you know, three straight Big Ten titles, three straight wins over Ohio State, which, by the way, like I said earlier on the show, I really want to salute Ohio State and Florida State for really showing up. Well done uh, in the bowl season. Uh, Program defining, in my mind, for both uh, programs. Uh, But, yeah, man, they, they get Saban. They're going to have a lot of confidence going to Houston against either Washington or Florida or Washington or Texas, not Florida State. They wish they were in it over Washington or Texas if they can get Saban in Alabama later today. Yeah. And, you know, again, you look at it and it's a couple of years ago you played Georgia and there was a vibe where they were just kind of happy to be there. Then last year, you know, they were kind of they were the clear favorites over a team like TCU, maybe overlooked them a bit, didn't leave it all on the field. You know, that's, that's the best thing about this opponent for this program is that 
there is no overlooking Nick Saban. There is no overlooking Alabama. Even if you, you know, watch the film and see they don't quite have that same gear that maybe some of his vintage teams have. It's still a very young team uh, that is getting better, and I'm sure has gotten better over this last month of bowl prep. So you have to be on it. I mean, that's where you, um, you know, you lock into the details. You lock into the nitty-gritty. You know, when you look at these last two playoff losses for Michigan, it's been slipping on the fundamentals. It's been... You know, not just not having your best day when it counts the most. And, you know, this is the day that they've all circled going back to January. Uh, this is the day it all leads up to. I know it's been beat Ohio State, beat, you know, they had the beat Georgia drill, but really all of that was designed to be here where they are today. Everything they've worked for is this game today. And then if they're fortunate enough to win, it'll be the next game a week from today. But, you know, in the here and now, um, I, I foresee a team that will be ready to play, and that could—I mean—they could still lose. I mean, it's—it's it's still a coin flip game, but I don't—I don't think we're going to see an unfocused Michigan team today. I think this is—you know—this is, has a chance to be—you know—again, like I said, that defining moment for them. His name is Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the huge show from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Yeah, this—this this is the most businesslike I've ever seen Michigan in the extended break and that would be bowl games and the last two college football playoff games because as i talked with doug skeen last week on the show anthony hardball does not have a matter of fact it's a horrible track record when he has a lot of time to prepare for an opponent either in the bowl game or the college football playoff yeah and i think part of it too i mean there's been a lot of talk about the revamped prep schedule. I, I tend to believe that's probably a little bit overblown. These guys have still been getting after it. Um, but, yeah, there have been less physical practices, more and more time in the weight room, more time making sure you heal up, get the treatment, get as healthy as you can be, stay in as, as much good shape as you can be. Uh, there was a Michigan lineman a few years ago who, who admitted that between the end of the regular season and that playoff game against Georgia, he put on – you know, 15 to 20 pounds. And, and you can't do that. you got to be in your best shape. can't show up fat and happy. They certainly haven't. Uh, these guys are fresh. Uh, you know, again, we'll see from a physicality standpoint how things hold up early on, given that they haven't hit a ton over these last three or four weeks. But uh, they're as healthy as they have been in quite some time. And, and they're as healthy as they're going to be uh, over these next two weeks heading into this game. So, uh, you know, there's no leaving anything on the table. I, I think that, uh, you know, the film work, uh, the, the group study stuff, I think that's all, from everyone we've talked to, it's all been in a high level. And, uh, you know, it's only going to matter to the layperson if they win. Uh, and that's what they have to do. That's They have to come out here and win this game. Because if they don't, I mean, it's, uh, I don't want to say there's no shame in it, but this is the best Michigan team they've had since that 97 team when they were here in the Rose Bowl. And to, to walk out of here hanging your heads is, is not is not what they foresee, not what they're hoping for. So got to bring your best today, and I think they will. Yeah, and I, I believe what Michigan has that's different from the last two college football playoff teams and maybe different from uh, any Harbaugh postseason game beyond Big Ten championship games would be that they have the most athletic defense, the quickest defense to the ball I can remember from any Michigan total 11 defensive unit i'm not talking about individual guys i'm talking as a whole how fast they are to the ball i envision this game anthony and i've I've stayed on this uh, since they won the big 10 title this is going to have a penn state feel to it and not the rowdy home crowd but it's going to be low scoring it's going to come down to big plays 
and Michigan able to run the ball and J.J. McCarthy having, I think, his best. It doesn't have to be – he's not going to throw for 420 and four touchdowns against Saban. It's not going to happen. But he needs to have his best managed game start to finish as a Michigan quarterback. Yeah, got to be efficient, got to avoid turnovers. Exactly. And I'm with you. I think it will be I think it will be low scoring. I, I, see, I foresee it being a lot like uh, that Penn State game, maybe a little less – the offense looking like a service academy, only throwing the ball eight times. But um, this one's going to be uh, this one's going to have kind of a meat grinder feel to it. I think that you're going to see both teams kind of feel each other out early on, and you know there's going to be some explosive plays on both sides. But you know well, a couple of Michigan players have said this week, like we know that we're going to get beat a few times, and you got to pick your head back up, get back to the line of scrimmage, line yourself up, and and put the pass behind you. And that's something that. Uh, maybe mistakes snowballed last year because there was that frustration that things weren't going your way. So uh, to me, it's all about, you know, mental stability. It's all about, you know, staying locked in, being assignment sound, not making those mistakes because, you know, whether you think this is a, an elite Alabama team compared to years past or not, if you make a mistake, they will pounce on it and you will pay for it. So that's the focus today here in Pasadena. Yeah, it's pretty simple math to me. Yeah, you protect the edge. Uh, you make Milrow, if he's going to run, try and run up the middle. Make him throw the ball. Uh, can't turn it over. No stupid play calling. Don't have to throw 40-yard outs, especially against their athletes in that Bama secondary. And have a Michigan-like performance against Ohio State uh, in Columbus about 13 and a half months ago. That, to me, is uh, the key to success here. Field goals will be big. Special teams will be big. Field position. I know it sounds like sports cliches, but this is a big game. Anthony Broom and the Wolverine.com team, Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, all out in Pasadena. Uh, In-game, post-game, if if they're moving on to Houston for the national championship game, all the coverage at the Wolverine.com. Anthony, enjoy what I think will be a historic New Year's Day at the Rose Bowl. Thank you so much, and thanks for uh, thanks for being on the ride with us all year. We'll see if we got yeah, one more. Yeah, amen, buddy. Appreciate what you, Clayton, and Chris, no matter what happens today, what you guys have done, all pros. Enjoy it, man, okay? All right, take care. Happy New Year, you guys. Yeah, back at you, Anthony Broom, joining us from Pasadena in the Rose Bowl here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Live New Year's Day broadcast at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. We have the Michigan-Alabama game on the big screen. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, you can join us at Celebration Cinema North and GR Studio Park in downtown Grand Rapids showing the game. Also, Celebration Cinema South and other locations across the state. Go to CelebrationCinema.com for the location close to you. And also get your tickets at CelebrationCinema.com. Speaking of tickets, uh, this is pretty cool because my son Ace was coming out, but... He's watching the game with a bunch of his Forest Hills Eastern teammates. So I have two tickets. Anybody listening on 96 won the game in Grand Rapids, first person to stop by and see me on my broadcast table in the lobby here at Celebration Cinema North, I have two free tickets to watch Michigan, Alabama. That will be the first person, first come, first serve on those tickets in the lobby. First person, all right? Get your tickets at CelebrationCinema.com. And also, like I said, multiple locations, six locations showing the game for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, our full show, our podcast are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, iHeart, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. 